0: Hendrickson on newstalk 953 Michigan's news channel your breaking news and weather station good afternoon thank you for tuning in news ninety 953 Michigan's news channel I'm your host Casey Hendrickson I want to thank RNB car company locations in South Bend and Warsaw RNB car company are your used car experts all right let's Let's go over a few things here, and we're gonna we're gonna just give you an update on Arizona. Um, Arizona has taken an extra step today after we have learned, based on at least some of the audits of Dominion voting systems, that there is a major, major, major problem with Dominion voting systems. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Um, and Nevada is kind of seeing the the same kind of issues that we were having uh, with Dominion, so. There's a lot of weird stuff again, just kind of going around. Um, we'll get to solar winds here early because solar winds is huge. I told everybody on social media last night. I said, you know, keep an eye on this. This is looking really, really ugly. We covered it yesterday. I, I made mention that Dominion may be involved in the solar wind stuff. So again, just kind of keep an eye out on that. But we'll find out. But in Nevada, there's been an issue with Nevada ballots also kicking out, kicking out votes and not counting ballots and that sort of thing. We already know that there's a signature verification issue in Nevada, which uh, my old friend Victor Jakes uncovered. And it was something that we had already heard beforehand, but he actually proved that it was really happening, that you can have a 60% non-matching signature and be verified by the system in Nevada as a verified signature, which allows people to sign ballots for other people uh, and illegally vote. So Arizona has done something new as well. Uh, Representative Mark Fincham announced a forensic audit is going to be performed in Arizona. So he tweeted that out, and he made mention of of this audit. The Arizona Mirror is also saying that the Arizona Senate will issue subpoenas to inspect and audit ballot counting machines in Maricopa County. A top Republican senator announced on Monday at the conclusion of a six-hour-long legislative hearing into the November election. Now, you have to understand something here. We have at least one audit that shows the Dominion systems have a 68% error rate. And the audit concluded that this was by design. It wasn't a glitch. It wasn't faulty. It was by design. Now, again, I'm not saying that that is present everywhere and in every Dominion voting system. I'm just telling you that that is a huge problem I certainly have my suspicions as many people have their suspicions, but I don't want to I don't want to draw any conclusions without any hard evidence of something outside of what we see. We know that there is a major issue in parts of Michigan, we know there's a major issue in Nevada, we know that there's a major issue separate though in Wisconsin. So Arizona's looking at this and they're saying, well, if it could have a 68% error rate in Michigan, then maybe it has a 68% error rate here. We've got a really big problem. So they're going to do an audit as well. It'll be interesting to see if the Arizona audit in Maricopa County matches the audit in Michigan's Antrim County. Because if they show to be similar in any way, shape, or form, you've got two states, two counties, separate audits, which show similar results if that were to happen. Okay, if that were to happen, you would have to call in, in question the entire result of the election on any Dominion machine. You would have to. You would be remiss and dishonest if you didn't. Now, again, we'll see what the Arizona audit shows, but they are going to do one. As we went over yesterday and we've gone, gone over in the past, just reminding everybody yesterday, as so I was kind of pulling all of this up. To me, I find it interesting that in a lot of these precincts, there is a rush to delete and to format the hard drive, if you will, of Dominion voting machines. So they're trying to delete the stuff before an audit can be had. And there have, there's these court cases now that are, that are coming up where they're to freeze any potential deletion of the Dominion machines. And as I have highlighted, again, multiple times over the years, one of the hallmarks of the Obama administration was to delete something that they weren't supposed to delete and then say it was an accident. The IRS deleted a bunch of hard drives. Ah oh, man, we didn't mean to delete all those hard drives. That you know, That was an accident. Uh, so the IRS did that. I believe their response was sometimes these things just happen. No, they don't. They never happen. Hillary Clinton deletes her server, then deletes all of the emails that she's supposed to turn over uh, from the hard copies. You've got uh, people deleting all of their phones. Everybody in the Mueller probe simultaneously deleted all of their their phones. multiple devices. Not just one phone, each individual had multiple devices and they, they accidentally got locked out of all of them. They forgot their password on each and every one of those phones. Somebody, some of them had three, four devices. They lost the password on all of them, couldn't get into them. Everything was deleted off the, the, the phones. Yeah. So this has been a hallmark of people who served in the Obama administration. It's just being carried over because nobody in the media really calls them out on it. They just they kind of go, "Oh, well, you know, that's unfortunate. Things got deleted." But you know, sometimes these things just happen. No, no they don't. They never happen. That's the point. So Arizona is going to do an audit on their machines. I don't think that they're going to be the only state either. So they made that announcement last night. So that's good news. But it will be interesting to see what their audit shows and if it matches up with the Antrim County, Michigan audit which shows a 68% error rate and the conclusion of that audit was that the Dominion machines were designed specifically to do that. Okay, which for the record confirms the suspicions of Senator Elizabeth Warren, prominent liberal Democrat. Her concerns last year were that Dominion voting machines did this. So this is a concern that Democrats had It is a concern that Republicans now have, and there appears to be some physical evidence that those concerns are validated. To what extent did that impact the election is yet to be determined. I have my suspicions, you have yours, I'm just saying. Solar wins. This is the big hack. People are already saying it's Russia. I got news for you. We have no evidence, just like the DNC server hack, we have no evidence at this point in time that it was Russia. Everybody's just running with Russia, 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 Russia. We do not know. And now we ended up finding out that there never was a shred, a speck, a sprinkle of evidence that Russia was behind the DNC hack, which I told you from the very beginning. Casey, why should we listen to you? You're just a guy in the radio. Because I did network systems administration. That's what I went to school for. That's what I worked at a major shipping company doing. This is my field and I told you point blank what they were saying out of the United States Senate about Russia hacking the DNC server was Chewbacca it does not make any sense there was no evidence ever tying that hack and again I'm of the opinion that it was a a leak but there never was any evidence at all not a speck, not a shred, not a sprinkle that it had anything to do with Russia nothing You have to remember something. Uh, There was a, I always have to remind people about this because they go, no, no, I mean, the the intelligence community came out and said that. Uh, First of all, it's a lie. There was a lot of people in the intelligence community who said it wasn't Russia. That was ignored. Okay, that was completely ignored. And a lot of the information about all of the intelligence agencies said it was Russia. That was actually something that was created by Hillary Clinton. Her campaign put that out. It was never true. It was never a real thing that actually happened. But when you go back to the DNC server hack, and yes, this is relevant to what we're talking about with Solar Winds here. You go back to the DNC server hack, the alleged hack. There was a hearing. And it was a public hearing. And people asked the question, how did we know it was Russia? And what they said made every cybersecurity expert in the world hop up and go, that's not evidence. In fact, that's counter evidence. So then what did they do? They went out there and they had a secret classified behind closed door meeting in the Senate, right remember that? And then John McCain came out you know John McCain, angry guy goes up there to the to the cameras I, I the evidence that was presented today is just um I mean, It's just, it is crystal clear in my mind and in the mind of everybody else in government and all of the intelligence agencies that this was a, a Russian operation. <laughs> what are you talking about? Now, you have to understand something. What they had said before, when it was publicly available information, what makes you think that this is Russia that did this? Well, they used this particular software to go ahead and break into the, the system. That software was like four or five versions old. And the DNC server should have been patched to, to prevent that software from doing what it was doing. Cybersecurity experts, including myself, all over the place, I'm not calling myself an expert, but I, I've got some pretty good knowledge here. I'm at, out of the business long enough that I can't, I can't then say that I'm an expert on some of the modern stuff. But uh, we all looked at this and went, no Russian government agency or a contractor of a Russian government agency is going to use obsolete and old software that's already been patched everywhere else in the world to break into the DNC server. Nobody's going to do that. Now, you might have a run-of-the-mill hacker who's trying to do something, and they don't have the latest, greatest software. I suppose that's possible. So then the next thing was, oh, man, we're getting hit by all of these cybersecurity experts who are telling us this is BS. So let's go ahead and have a, a hidden, a hidden secret meeting where we just sit there and eat some tuna sandwiches and then we'll just go out and tell everybody that we had compelling classified evidence that was given to us that it was Russia, right? And what did we end up finding out over the years? And I I kept hitting this, I kept hitting this for years and years. No evidence that Russia was involved. No evidence that Russia was involved. I wouldn't be surprised if they were, but there was no evidence that they were. Never materialized. Never happened. So then what, what ends up happening is uh, we find out that the IT firm that Hillary's used really hates Vladimir Putin. There's a personal gripe between them. We ended up finding out just this last year, they admitted we never actually had any evidence that Russia was behind the uh, the hit on the DNC server. And it, it got washed under COVID news. We talked about it on this show. Nobody else did. Got swept right under the rug. I don't even think Hannity did. And he always covers the email server. Got swept right under the rug. Nobody talked about the cybersecurity firm that worked for Hillary Clinton finally admitting we never had any evidence that it was Russia. Now, why is that critical? Because they're the ones who said it was Russia and they're the only ones who got to look at the servers and examine the servers. There was never. A chain of custody. There was never any kind of forensic isolation to go in there and examine the servers by law enforcement in the United States. That never ever happened. And that is critical. I explained the whole process back then. Now, why is that important now when we're talking about solar winds? Casey, why are you talking about Hillary's server? Because it's a bunch of people are saying Russia's behind this thing. And maybe Russia is. But we don't know. And there isn't any actual evidence that Russia is behind this. Solar winds. I think they have like 300,000 customers. I think that's what they said, including the U.S. federal government. The federal government's a multiple of our allies. They've got tons of private businesses out there. Oh, and another, another company out there happens to be a customer of theirs. We mentioned this yesterday. Um, you might have heard of them, Dominion. Dominion is a customer of SolarWinds. This is a months-long hack. This is a cyber breach that has been lasting for months So is it possible that Dominion was compromised with the SolarWinds hack, which could explain why two members of the U.S. military analyzing the election say that Dominion is wrong, their machines were in fact connected to the Internet, and we found connections in China, we found connections in Russia, we found connections in Iran, and we found connections to left-wing activist groups. Is that a possibility? Well, let's look at it. Maybe, maybe not. We'll talk about that coming up on 95.3 MNC. Hey, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Remember, we're live streaming on DLive. Go to DLive.tv slash Casey the Host. So Dominion does, in fact, use SolarWinds Orion's... Well, not not SolarWinds Orion. These SolarWinds products, uh, the SolarWinds Orion products, are the only ones that we have been told publicly have been breached in a months-long cyber attack, which has affected numerous federal agencies, private businesses, and everything else. Uh, The Russia cyber operation is already out there. Again, we have no evidence whatsoever that this was Russia. None Whatsoever. Russia's already denying, which you would expect them to do even if they were guilty. But I wanted to remind everybody about the DNC server because there never was any evidence that Russia was behind the DNC server issue. And only this year did the company that claimed that they were finally admit they made it up. They never had any evidence that Russia was behind it. They fabricated that. So why did they lie to everybody? about Russia being involved in the DNC server hack because they did they admitted it this year in 2020 flash forward solar winds months-long cyber attack that compromised solar winds Orion products Dominion does use solar winds Dominion started taking any reference to solar winds off of its website and changing it to serve you serve you is a solar winds product it is not one that is listed as being breached in the cyber attack though now that doesn't mean that it wasn't compromised we don't have enough information they're still not releasing a lot because there's a ton of classified systems that have been compromised here tons of them so right now we don't have any evidence that the product of solar winds used by dominion was compromised in the cyber attack and may have compromised the election or dominion voting systems however that doesn't mean it didn't happen we still don't have all of the facts in the investigation that is ongoing we've got marshals we've got got texas rangers we've got fbi agents all combing through the solar winds facility and going over all of this as we speak in austin texas but dominion has been doing everything they can to hide their relationship with SolarWinds. And as a result of that, of course, people look at it and they go, uh, what are you doing? Why are you hiding stuff? Why are you changing things around? Now, from their perspective, if SolarWinds has just been hacked, you are a customer of SolarWinds, but you're not using a product that was allegedly compromised. You still change it. I understand that. Um, but we still have an audit out there that shows that Dominion Voting Systems were intentionally designed to change votes. And it has a 68% error rating. Clark Nevada, Dominion machines kicked out about 70% of ballots. It was in the settings. What? <laughs> According to Allied Security Operations Group, who, who did an investigation. I mean, that's that is staggering stuff, if it ends up being true. The error rate scanning ballots in Antrim County, Michigan, was 68.05%. In Clark County, Nevada. That's where Las Vegas is. El- Nevada election officials also happened to report an error scanning about 70% of ballots. All mail ballots in Clark County were counted first by running them through a digital scanner. If the scanner cannot read the ballot or determine the voter's intent, the ballot is sent to an adjudication or duplication team both of which are overseen by a bipartisan election board. County election officials have said about 70%, percent 70 percent of ballots are sent to be reviewed by election officials. Now, again, people will point out, people will point out that if the machine kicks those ballots out, they had other people there to confirm the vote. Okay, And that's, that's certainly possible. But isn't it interesting that in Antrim County, there's a 68.05% error rate, and then in Clark County, Nevada, there's about a 70% error rate. Isn't that interesting? It's just something to look at. And it said, it may not lead to where you want it to lead if you're a Trump supporter, but it is certainly something to be concerned about. Um, SolarWinds also, apparently, some of the executives have had to turn over their passports. They're being investigated. Um, apparently, one of the, the directors sold $45.7 million in stock options last week before the CIS, CISA announcement over the weekend that SolarWinds have been hacked. Now, that doesn't mean that they were behind the hack. But what it could mean is that they hid the hack from everybody in order to cash out on their stocks before anybody knew about it. So that way they, they didn't take a financial hit and they actually made money. Uh, so that is, that it's a crime. Okay. So there's some real issues there. Um, uh, so keep an eye on this solar wind story. Just know the name solar winds and watch it very, 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 very carefully. Even if it has nothing to do with the election, it is a major, major story. And could be really problematic for years to come. So pay attention to this. We got a lot more coming up. News Talk 953, Michiana's News Channel. Hey, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Wanna thank RNB Car Company. If you're looking for a used vehicle, go to rbcarcompany.com. All right, let's, uh, let's change things up just a little bit. And I've already promised you that I would start doing this as much as possible. Now, did I expect there to be a massive cyber hack? No, <laughs> but I promised that I would try and mix things up from the same two topics, the election or COVID, as much as I possibly could. So let's talk about something that I, as a parent of a gaming eight-year-old can relate to uh, and a four-year-old who wants to emulate big sis. George Johnson the six-year-old son of real estate broker Jessica Johnson spent over $16,000 on in-app purchases for the Sonic Forces iPhone game. My kids play Sonic Forces. I know know exactly what happened here. It's according to the New York Post. Uh, Apparently, he began buying add-on boosters back in July. Uh, spending about a dollar ninety nine for red rings, and eventually ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents for cents for gold rings, which offered his character new abilities at higher speeds. Uh, so, for those of you who might be gaming ignorant, um, there is a it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It just kind of depends on on how you do things. So, um, I'm one of those people who buys the games, and I don't even buy the stupid. Uh, add-on packs or anything like that. Even if I know that I really want the add-on pack, even if I know that I really love the game and that I'll play it, I just don't do it. It's just not me. Uh, along comes the uh, the little girl uh, who ends up being a gamer. My daughter is a streamer, too. She streams for video game playing. And she loved... Uh, well, she got into Minecraft first, so occasionally she'd want a Minecraft map or something like that. All right, whatever. Then she got into Fortnite and anybody who is a parent of a kid with fortnite probably knows exactly what i am talking about the stupid purchases that happen every day they're really good at the high pressure sales you know you have things that show up in the item shop every single day they're only available for 24 hours and then they disappear maybe they come back around a few months later but that's it so if you want something you have to buy it right then and right there And, of course, you can't just actually pay cash. You have to get their own currency, which is V-Bucks. So you have to buy V-Bucks with real cash. And kids do not understand that V-Bucks are real money converted from real cash. They don't get it. I have had this conversation multiple times with her. She's getting it now. She kind of understands it now that I've, I've tied it all to her allowance. She gets that. But... It took a long time for her to comprehend that whole premise. And a lot of kids are are that way. So these microtransactions inside of video games, especially mobile video games, have become big, big business. You know, in our day, we used to, you know, spend 60 bucks on a video game. And we, you know, as long as it was a really good video game and we knew we were going to play it, we're good with that. Otherwise, we bought secondhand. But, you know, 60 bucks, all right, whatever. I mean, you can get a free game now. Fortnite's free. You can get a free game, and you'll spend $500 on that game a year, every year. <laughs> it's, it's genius marketing, okay? As a capitalist, I have to sit back, and I have to admire it. I really do. Now, on mobile games, uh, it's kind of the same thing. It's a little bit different. So on mobile games, a couple of things that they do, if you're playing on your phone, for those of you who don't know what mobile gaming is, you play on your phone, you're only allowed to play for like half an hour and then you have to pay money to keep playing or you have to stop playing for the day, right? Sometimes you can only do two levels and then you have to stop. You have to pay or you have to wait until the next day, or you can watch an ad, you know, watch an ad and be able to play a little bit longer. And then they have these special abilities that you can get. So in in Sonic Forces, um, you know, you can buy different colored stuff. You can get, Special abilities, you can make Sonic run faster, that sort of thing. And that all costs money. So this kid was sitting there spending all of this extra money. Now, a child, he's six, they don't comprehend that they're doing this. Now, yes, there's ways for parents to secure their accounts and this won't happen. So I'm just going to get that off the, 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 the front there. You should know that, Uh, but it is certainly possible for something like this to happen. Um, How it happened so fast without mom knowing about it, that's, you know, that's interesting. But, of course, mom calls it it very predatory. Says it's like her six-year-old was doing lines of cocaine, doing bigger and bigger hits as he was continuing to buy all of this stuff. And Apple refused to reimburse her. (laughs) So... Uh, she's uh, gone to the press. She's raising alarms. She's not, again, she's not um, she's not alone in this. And I think I would not be surprised if there would be some kind of legislation forthcoming that addresses this type of stuff. Ad placement on apps designed for toddlers, also real big problem. Real big problem. So you get a free app, uh, and sometimes you can get a paid version that you don't have to, but the free app will have you know, those trick pop-up ads and kids push the, the pop-up ads thinking that they're just playing the game. Next thing you know, they're looking at an advertisement, uh, which can be very frustrating for parents too. So again, just be on the lookout for it. If this has happened to you, you're not alone, but at least maybe it wasn't $16,000 worth. We got more coming up. talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Mm-hmm. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. We are broadcasting live on dlive.tv slash Casey the host. Make sure you go and hit that follow button while you're there. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, Twitter by accident revealed one of their abilities to actually cut supporters off from President Trump. Twitter insists that it was an accident. On Saturday, users who wanted to interact with tweets from President Trump were unable to do so Uh, Trump continued to comment about the election people were trying to respond and interact with those when they wanted to like reply or retweet they were not allowed to yeah I know big tech right gotta love that uh let's see We try to prevent a tweet like this that otherwise breaks the Twitter rules from reaching more people so we have disabled most of the ways to engage with it is what Twitter told users. According to Fox News, eventually Twitter reactivated the like and retweet buttons although Fox reported that retweeting was only allowed when making a comment. What? However, it still had to add its two cents to Trump's tweets with a message that said, help keep Twitter a place of reliable information, yada, 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 yada. So so they have revealed a feature that many of us for a while have said that they had, but of course we were called crazy uh, by the uh, mainstreamers, if you will. And so they have the ability to go ahead and prevent you from actually interacting with a tweet that they don't like. So you post something onto Twitter and, you know, Twitter has a a plethora of options to censor you, um, but to prevent something from again, going, going viral or, or, getting spread, they can prevent you from retweeting it. They can prevent you from liking it, uh, that sort of stuff. And then of course they can, um, they can require you to comment on it before you can share it. Remember when when the Hunter Biden thing was was really breaking, we had confirmed the documents and Facebook was saying that they weren't going to allow that story to spread on their platform because it was a it was disinformation, which, of course, it ended up being totally true. Uh, Facebook's never apologized for that, by the way. But this is this is the type of stuff that they do to reduce circulation of a story because they want to control the narrative. They say it's about preventing the spread of fake news. but We know that's not the case. All right, folks, we've got a lot more coming up. You're listening to 95.3 MNC.